Well, hello, you awesome nerds. Welcome back to Pitch Slapped. My name's Kayleigh Hillier, and I have been a fan of Pitch Perfect since Chloe entered Becca's shower. Today on the podcast, we'll be delving into some Pride fix. It is Pride Month, and since I'm just like in the mood, whether you're out of the closet or in the closet or wanting to be an ally or any space within the celebration of Pride, I was so kind of just in the mood the other day I was like I just want to read some good pitch perfect fan fiction around pride so with that theme in mind I asked you guys what was some of your favorite pride fix and I've been searching around to find a few highlights to pull out for you there's quite a few out there actually so much to read so I'm well excited to get into that today but of course first we have got our actor news. <coughs> on our actor news this week, Ben Platt just recently performed on the Kelly Clarkson show. And you can now catch that on places like YouTube. He's been sharing clips of it all over the place. And I am loving the fact that since this single's come out, obviously he's now sort of on the promo part of it all. And being able to just enjoy Ben Platt performing his song is such a joy. It's great to see him really pushing it and getting it out there. Elsewhere, Chrissy Fitt was at the premiere of her new movie, Woman is Losers. And she's well pumped with the release of the movie. It looks like, from what I've gathered, that this was a long time in the making. So it's lovely to see it sort of coming out now. And if you wanted to know any more about it, I had a little look at the summary, which says that set in the 1960s in San Francisco, talented Catholic schoolgirl Selena survives a difficult home life by following the rules. That is, until an indiscretion creates a series of devastating consequences as Selena faces the compound obstacles of being young and alone, she sets out to rise above the oppression of poverty and invest in a future that sets new precedents for the time. So it sounds like quite a serious movie, but also like there's lots of themes in there sounding very, very interesting. I love Chrissy Fick because she's always so excited about everything, and this is no exception. And finally, you might have seen on Twitter recently that Kay Cannon replied to a tweet and I absolutely loved the connection with Pitch Perfect. Somebody on Twitter wrote, who is the character that had roughly 15 minutes or less in a film but had a huge impact on it? Out of Pitch Perfect, who would you say that character was? It's an interesting one. That one was a tough one because you gotta like you can't look at the main characters. We're looking at someone who's been in the movie a lot less. And Kay Cannon replied to this with her own thoughts, which I just wanted to share with you. If you haven't seen it, it is on her Twitter. She said, "Baloney Barb on screen for I believe 29 seconds." Now I've not timed it. I don't know exactly how long she's on the screen for, but I just thought that was so interesting that Kay Cannon is there saying that Baloney Barb had a huge impact on the result of Pitch Perfect. I mean, I have to think about this because this has just blown my mind a little bit. So many questions. Maybe I should do an episode on Baloney Barb and the impact 
baloney barb head into the, the pitch perfect universe because clearly I need to give this character some more thought if I haven't already that's it for our acting news this week I'm going to be delving into some pride fix now and of course you guys have also been giving me your favourite pride fix so I've got a whole collection here let's get into it <coughs> Okay, so I will say that there are lots of great Pride fics out there to check out. There's loads on AO3 and there's a few more on fanfiction.net and there's even like one or two in and around Tumblr. So there's plenty to sink your teeth into for Pride Month. If you're just needing something to set the mood, if you're feeling like you want to go to a parade but you can't because of COVID, there's some great parade ones here all sorts and they all cover so many different varieties of things that could happen aspects of pride and everything so it was well enjoyable to get into these and i really really appreciate everybody who sent him recommendations because it was such a joy to see what fix you all enjoyed as well and which ones kind of have stuck with you or become a little bit of a favorite that being said, there are so many fics that cover Pride that I just cannot feature all of them in the podcast. And there are some great ones. There's a lot of one-shots, but there's also like one or two multi-chapter fics that are really, really good. Also, just the kind of tone and the theme of the fics. you got some which are really serious and cover lots of serious issues around homophobia or like what it is like being gay and, and coming out and figuring out your sexuality to some lighter ones, just covering someone who wants to go to Pride and celebrate and, and have that whole thing. So there's like a whole remit of stuff. I've tried to pull out a little variety of fix for today, but of course there are loads more out there and if I had the time I would just delve into all of them and not miss any out but we don't so I've just kind of like hand-picked a few which I'm gonna highlight today but of course I'd love to hear from you as well if there's a fic that has come out that is your like favorite pride fic let me know I'd love to hear about it so I've tried to kind of like section them out a little bit be a little bit kind of planned and organized with how I went through the fix so I've looked at things like meet cutes stuff that centers around the pitch perfect universe and maybe has a little bit of canon in there established couples at pride so there's a whole host of things to kind of delve into i'm going to start off with one of my favorite genres the meet cute i wanted to highlight this one because this is just such a great story and it's also quite hilarious the fic was also recommended by Rightwit204 on Tumblr and the fic is called Pride Nardude I'm All Out by Welshcakes68 on AO3. The summary says Stacy and Becca go to Pride where she crushes on some stranger and keeps blabbering about it all week and they run into her accidentally. Now, I love a good meet cute story, and this one just has that level of like meet cute passion. And I think the passion comes because of it being pride as well. 
but also a certain amount of chaos that ensues after a meet cute. So you kind of get the best of both worlds because it doesn't just end on the meet cute. There's a little bit more to the story, and it is just like a little bit of a roller coaster. And one thing that really makes this fic for me is the friendships of Becca and Stacy. They have such a good friendship. Like, it's like bros. And then also on the other side, Aubrey and Chloe and their best friendship. And it just kind of made this story and just fleshed it out so much more because of that impact. It really does center around Stacy and Becca and their experiences as they find themselves at Pride. And of course, you kind of got Stacy being really into it all and she's so ready to go. Becca's totally reluctant and she's just like, why am I here? Don't want to be here. Like, Stacy and Becca's friendship is just so much fun. Not only is it funny, but it's really endearing how much they care for each other. Like, Becca ends up getting drunk and Stacy is like getting her to work because she knows she has to get there. They just look after each other so well. Like, it's so good. And the passion. I won't give away too much of what happens in the fic, but near the end, the passion that Stacy has for her friend is so endearing. I loved it. So, of course, like, this is going to be a meet cute. You know they're going to meet at Pride. Becca and Chloe are going to meet at Pride. But it's also kind of like a little bit of like, it's not what you think. And I love how it really felt like you got to really see the size of the characters and just some of like the little hilarious moments that would happen. For example, like Becca kind of saw Chloe and really likes her, but she's too afraid to just go up and talk to this random stranger. And then you have Stacy just observing this all happening and just getting really frustrated and trying to set it up in such a way that they would actually meet and talk and maybe have a conversation. And of course, Becca never wanted to go to Pride and suddenly she's having a great time and Stacy's like, dude, I totally told you this was going to be good. And like, just all of that is happening. And then even, I wouldn't say it's Strawberry in the thick, but even near the end and you get a little bit of like Stacy and Aubrey interacting, both fierce protectors of their friends and just how they kind of smack heads. And one of the things that really makes this fix for me is you get the really cute and lovely meet cute of Becca and Chloe. I mean, you know it's coming, it's all in there. But it's what happens after. And there's this whole twist to the story. Do they meet up again? How's that gonna happen? Like, was this a one-time thing and they weren't really interested or were they lying? Like, all these questions are going through your head. I love that whole idea of like, you had the initial moment and then you walk away, life continues and you're kind of at this, this point of being like, well, what happens next? How does this work? Who makes the first move? Unfortunately or fortunately for the fic, it doesn't necessarily all go to plan as, or it doesn't go as smoothly as it should have gone. And it's just this chaotic mess and you just, you feel so bad, especially for poor Becca because she's really going through it at some points in the story. It's also just really cute. You get the roller coaster of the story and then like there's also some really truly romantic comedy moments that happen in this story and it's just like, oh, I love it. 
It's so good. One big genre that I wanted to kind of look into were fics that centred around Pitch Perfect and the Pitch Perfect universe. These are fics that take aspects of the storyline or they place it within the storyline of Pitch Perfect. So it's either at the Bella's house or in New York or whatever. And so you already have in your mind a lot of kind of where those characters are at at that moment in their life or a moment in time. And then how this could have been an offshoot of that. This could have been like what happened in the story in some way. The first fic from my kind of pitch perfect canon selection was called Kiss Me Like You Mean It by Abadaboo22. This story is so cute. Oh my word. Like, it's so good. The summary says, Becca and Chloe have been living in Brooklyn for about a year now and Becca is newly out of the closet. Chloe suggests that they go to the NYC Pride Parade. Becca gets swept up in the moment, making a daring move that could change their friendship forever. So the, there's a lot in this summary already. And of course, the fix is available on AO3. And it is pretty much as cute as you would imagine it to be. I think for me, it's really lovely to have a fic where... Obviously, one of them is figuring out their feelings and their sexuality. And especially for Becca, like this was a big moment coming out and actually having people recognize that, especially coming out to your best friend and how they're going to react is going to be really nerve wracking. And so they decide to go to the Pride Parade. And like, I've never been to one, so I don't know what they're like. But I love reading these fics just so that you get a visualization of what that could be like and a lot of the pride fix focus on different aspects or different ways that you could celebrate pride or different types of pride parades so it's really fun to kind of get all these visualizations of how pride could be celebrated and you get a little bit of that in this fic as they're going to the parade and they get to watch the parade and it's like a whole thing and i loved how this the vibe of what it meant to Becca to be there made her a lot bolder and the fact that she went with Chloe and at this moment Becca kind of lets her walls completely down it just feels like there's a great sense of acceptance because of where she is and what's happening and she takes a chance that she probably would never normally take because she's a lot more reserved and like thinks things through before acting she just gets swept up into the moment and I loved how tenderly it was handled during the story and the moment didn't ruin their enjoyment of the parade and how that was all handled even when it got a little bit awkward as soon as the kind of awkward moments happen then you're like oh no this could go could either go really well or it's gonna go terribly you're like on the edge of your seat wondering what's gonna happen next I also just enjoyed this fic for the fact that I have totally imagined that Becca and Chloe and Amy or whoever living in that New York apartment in Brooklyn, the fact that they would probably have gone out and done things like going to the Pride Parade. It's right there. So having then a fic that explores that is so much fun to read. The next fic that is also kind of going along with sort of Pitch Perfect the universe is called Dance to This by Strawberry, Chloe, 
goal is for life. The summary says, Aubrey has always held back and suppressed her feelings for Stacy. Will Pridefest change that for the two Bellas? This is available on AO3. And as you probably got from the summary, this is a strawberry fic. And this one was really fun because it really explores the dynamic of Stacy and Aubrey, which are a completely kind of different pair to Chloe, and really focuses on maybe the struggles that both Chloe and Stacy go through because of who they are and how much of a challenge it could be when you like someone and you're not kind of sure what to do. Like, it's really interesting with the story because you've got people who are very open about who they are, like Stacy, and she's, you know, she's not going to hold back. She makes jokes about it and all this stuff. But also the fact that she is vulnerable and she's not going to set herself up to be hurt. And then you've got people like Aubrey, who is much more reserved and cautious and logical as well and so like she often works under logic which doesn't always work as well and it sets up these two characters for the kind of roller coaster of a story but i really loved how you got to see different sides of the characters and how deeply they were either concerned or worried and weren't sure how to move forward especially with feelings involved it's also an interesting comparison because as this is set in and around the Pitch Perfect universe, it sets up this great backstory and laying out where the characters were at and how they're feeling, not just for story, but also there's like a side of Bacloe in there, which helps the story move along because obviously Becca and Chloe often are like the best friends for Stacey and Aubrey and are very supportive of that. And because you've got the two different personalities and you're getting to see quite a lot of sides to them in this story from their their confidences but also their vulnerabilities and how that works or they find difficult with expressing themselves to each other, it kind of gets to the point where Aubrey has to like make a choice. Like things are happening at this part parade and like it's all going down and if she doesn't do something she's going to lose her chance with Stacey Conrad and it's so interesting to see Aubrey kind of put on that deadline I suppose especially when she's been quite fervent in denying or not wanting to admit how she felt and also just how supportive the Bellas are trying to help them figure themselves out because they're just a little bit of a chaotic mess a little bit of a mess a completely different take on one set around the Pitch Perfect universe is a Tumblr fic called The Chloe Coming Out to Each Other by A Sweet Melody Trickling. And I was so intrigued with the story because it's very different than a lot of the other ones that I had read. And it's so clever how it's done it because the whole story pretty much flips between Chloe and Becca. And you get there are two sides of the story, if you will. Starting off at the very beginning, when they establish maybe where they've come from and, and their journeys and what they've gone through, to right at the very end when everything just kind of comes together. And I loved that. I loved the fact that you had this almost comparison of the two of them, Becca and Chloe, and how different their journeys were. But 
got them to the same point. So yeah, this one is available on Tumblr and pretty much the title is kind of what the story is about. It is Becca and Chloe coming out to each other and how that all kind of works. It's very interesting as well because you kind of wonder, well, how on earth are you going to make a whole story out of somebody coming out? But because of the comparison of the two of them, it is such a different take on how that story could have gone. Especially as the story kind of gets into its flow, that you get to this point where both perspectives of how they're feeling or what they're thinking at different points or responding to the other. And it is so like frustrating at points because you read both of them pining for the other, but they just can't say it. But also the fact that they're coming from two very different experiences of discovering their sexuality. One obviously is Chloe and that she's always just been open about it and not really had to tell people that she was gay. It's just been one of those things that she's just expressed throughout her life to Becca, discovering and going through the journey of realising that she was gay and the kind of inner battle that that would have been like. You don't just get them discovering their sexualities for themselves, but also them trying to find the courage to share that with somebody important to you. And of course, like for anybody who has done that, it's an extremely scary experience because you never quite know how somebody's going to react. And so like not only do you have the mutual pining, but also this kind of added layer of like, how do you tell somebody you care about that you are gay and the big worry of of what their reaction was going to be and is that going to change anything to your relationship and i loved as well that it wasn't just like a conversation thing this all happens kind of through certain events or certain moments that are happening and how that kind of realization as these truths come out and they don't all come out at the same time they come out gradually through the story how that slowly changes their perspectives I think one of my favourites was the fact that neither of them knew that the other one was gay. And so you can imagine for someone who was mutually pining for the other and thinking they're straight, suddenly discovering that they're not opens up a whole world of uh, feelings and like situations in your mind and how that all plays out. And it was thoroughly enjoyable to read through. It's very cute as well. And the next story I wanted to highlight in this category is a little bit of a different one. This is available on Tumblr as well, and it's called Have You Lost Your Mind? by Back to Basic Bellas. This is like a little minific on Tumblr. And the summary says, In celebration of Pride Month, here's some Emily-centric fic featuring Bechloe. And so I would say that it's kind of a Bechloe story, but... More than that, it is an Emily Junk discovery story, I suppose you would say, as the Bellas go to Pride and you get to literally see and experience everything through Emily. Emily's going to be taking you on this journey and not only is she seeing things and you get to read and discover what she's seeing, but also how Emily goes through this little journey during the story. Like... She literally goes through this whole self-discovery of herself during this Pride event. And I loved how it explored somebody exploring their sexuality and maybe coming to realisations of themselves through 
the experience of being in that environment or meeting people during that who made you realize things about yourself and it wasn't like anything was specifically focused on Emily but it was the fact that she was in that environment and was able to piece things together for herself and then along the way of course you have got those little moments when Emily sees Becca and Chloe and you get like little but Chloe teases throughout the story of like will they won't they what's happening here all seen through Emily this fic also just has the added extra of just the bundles of the Bellas as Emily's going through this pride event and interacting with different Bellas at different points and you get to some lovely like like inner monologue almost of Emily reacting because not only is she reacting to what's happening around her then also what's happening in her head and her own self-discovery and then kind of like wanting to mask that sometimes trying to interact with the Bellas around her but also like some of the banter that comes with that as well so like it's really cute story and like honestly reading this I was just ready for more at the end of it I was like man give me some more Emily-centric like discovery of this journey like I could keep going there isn't more to it it's kind of self-contained in this one shot but I was like man I could just keep going with the story it was a lot of fun Another recommended fic that I had, which I was overjoyed that it was suggested. It's not a specifically pride-orientated fic, but I fall in love with the story and I was so grateful that somebody suggested it because I was like debating whether or not I should include this one in the list because it's not like pride-centric. But I am so glad that somebody felt the need to suggest it because... I think it does fit into the pride category. On Tumblr, Fallout Bean suggested the fic I'm Nobody But Yours. They said on Tumblr, it's not actually pride, but I'm Nobody But Yours by Let's Talk Acapella comes into my mind without any delay. It has this chapter in it where gay marriage passes through and they all go out and party. It just has these pride vibes for me, I think, great 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 story much love so to be fair that is a great like summary of this story so i'm nobody but yours by lex talk acapella is available on ao3 and the summary says becca is straight as an arrow 100 percent, totally completely straight except for one problem that 100 percent, totally completely changes everything chloe beale now this is like a mammoth story and I do feel like this is a real kind of self-discovery journey of not only Becca but also then of the journey of this couple that is Bacloe and, and kind of what happens to them. It's set in and around Pitch Perfect 2, especially around the end of Pitch Perfect 2 where the Bellas are like all in this transitioning period in their lives. So you've got this moment in time where there's a lot of transitions, there's a lot of change going on. There are a whole host of really deep topics that are covered in this story. They're not all covered at the same time, but at different moments and different points, they like bring these out. It really does feel like this is a coming out story and 
all the different aspects of what that is like for someone all the struggles that maybe somebody could go through from the very beginning where it deals with becca questioning her sexuality and trying to figure all of that out when you're pretty sure that you're straight it's not easy for some people to figure that out and accept who they are and all that stuff so you get that at the beginning and even there is like lovely moments with certain characters because this is a multi-chapter you really really get these really touching moments with a whole host of characters from the pitch perfect universe one of my favorite areas of that that i often think about was becca and jesse and becca coming out to jesse and like she's all confused and not sure what's going on and like there's so many ways in which jesse could have reacted to what she's telling him and his reaction is just like what you would hope telling someone who's really close to you's kind of reaction is especially if it was like your boyfriend like i mean that's not an easy conversation to have and i loved how tenderly that was like covered in the thick I think also for me this this story is quite important and when you're trying to become okay with your own sexuality reading things where a character is going through it just makes you feel that you're not on your own that you're seen and that other people have gone through a similar thing in some way shape or form and it is like a whole journey like it really feels like this is just a whole journey that's gone through in this story and it does cover some heavier themes as the story goes on so you just be warned there are some triggers where it talks about things like homophobia it just felt also really thorough with the fact that it was dealing with a lot of this from the perspective of becca and chloe and their relationship and as it was said by fallout bean there's like a really key chapter in there because of course we know that pitch perfect 2 came out in around 2015 which was also the year where gay marriage was legalized in the US, I believe. So they almost kind of then brought it in all together where it was almost then being placed into this real timeline. And you got to see the Bella's reaction to that announcement and how they felt about it. And it was interesting all the different Bella's reactions from being like completely elated and just this acceptance to also the concerns or the worries of that as well on the other side how certain amount of acceptance helps people feel okay more within themselves than they would have before and I, that's something that i really loved with reading becca's journey in this is that she has to come out to a number of people and has to kind of go through this journey but as more people accepted her for who she was how much happier she became and how people who didn't accept you and how much that affects someone and it really does affect someone and it kind of really does cover all of these aspects there's so much in this story i could keep talking about it but i'm not going to that's i'm nobody but yours by let's talk acapella what about established couples at pride we've already done a lot of like meet cutes and people explaining their feelings but a big section of fix that i read were about couples that were already established that then go to pride 
And these ones are often really, really cute because it's like an established couple. So you don't have to go through all the roller coaster of revealing feelings or anything like that. This is literally them experiencing that moment and celebrating their love because they go into Pride. I mean, it is like so good. One that always sticks out to me was Pride by Red Lance. It's available on AO3. And the summary says, Becca and Chloe go to Pride for the first time. And I will admit, this is just a completely cute story. Like, it is so cute. What's quite nice is this is very different from a parade where there's lots that focus on, like, the Pride parades, and that's wonderful. This is almost like its own little event that they're going to. And Chloe's super excited, and she's really, really wanting to do this. And then you've got the flip side of that with Becca, who's a bit, like nervous to go but she's happy to go for Chloe and neither of them have gone to a pride event before so they're both going for the first time and what that means to them and how they're going to experience it it was really fun to read just for the fact that like I've never been to one of these events I don't know what they're like and you got to kind of experience it at the same time with Becca and Chloe whether they were meeting drag queens or they were going to all the different booths and how much they wanted to kind of get involved into the moment or not and like you got the flip side of Becca and Chloe and how they both react to being in this environment and what was going to happen to them but also along the way there's some really tender but Chloe moments like just some really fluffy ones one of my favorite moments they're in this kind of field and it's all happening is when Becca kind of goes to get something and she comes back to Chloe and they're sort of, she's just sat there drinking and chilling on the grass. And Becca's been quite reserved through a lot of the story and has really just been there for Chloe. But there's this moment where Becca comes back with his pride flag and like drapes it on their shoulders and they just kind of have this moment together. And it was just like, oh, this is so good. Because like, although Becca was nervous to go, it was almost an acknowledgement of the fact that she was grateful she went too and the fact that they can be there as a couple because of pride and another one that was highlighted to me this was recommended on twitter by bears fan jordan and it is pride shenanigans by suit up this is available on ao3 and the summary says the mitchell beale family heads to pride becca and chloe managed to steal a moment to themselves at the end of the day this is literally an established by Chloe, but with a little bit of a twist because they're like married, really established couple with kids. We're not just looking at a young couple here. This is a couple with a couple of kids and like what is Pride like for them? And how does like a little family celebrate Pride? Because, you know, Pride is for everyone. I loved how that was the focus of the story was Becca and Chloe and what could be maybe years in the future. And of course, they wouldn't be where they are with their little family if it wasn't for things like pride and what that represents. And so the fact that they can then share that with their children, I never really thought about it till I kind of dove into these fix, but how important, how special that would be for them. And so you get not only like Becca and Chloe there, but also the kids' interaction with pride and what that means. And it really does feel like an important moment because of the fact that they get to bring their kids to Pride and it's like means something for the whole family and they get to teach or show their kids something that is important to them. 
And I will say that you get the lovely fluffy moments of the fic and the sort of family dynamic of going to Pride. And then at the end of the fic, when they're at home, as it says in the summary, Becca and Chloe find a little moment to themselves and it does get a little bit smutty at the end. There's like a little sampling of almost everything in this story. And a little bit of a different take on this whole thing as well of established relationships at Pride is a story called No Matter Gay, Straight or Bi by Total Bella Trash. The summary says Becca loves Pride, loves flaunting her sexuality around for others to see and she would love it even more if her girlfriend went with her. Begrudgingly, Aubrey agrees. So, little bit of a different one for you. This is a Mitchum story. It's a little one-shot and it is very cute. I quite enjoyed it as well just for the fact that it was a completely different side of Becca because often she's the reserved one and Chloe has to kind of draw it out of her. And this time you get Becca being the one who's just like, no, we're going to do Pride and trying to kind of get Aubrey into it. And I love the differences of, of why they're, they are like they are and, and that you get to kind of see that from a Becca and Aubrey perspective, completely different from the Chloe. And I think also just seeing Becca being very open and, and like that this means a lot to her and it was an interesting one for me to kind of go through that because it was like, you know what? I can totally see Becca. She stands by stuff that she believes in. So that, of course, she'd be a, a very, like, strong supporter of Pride. And I loved how this fitted into a Mitchson relationship and how maybe for somebody like Aubrey, who's a bit like, you know what? I'm good. I know who I am and I don't really feel the need to kind of go out there in a parade you get to kind of see not only like their different perspectives on this whole thing, but also as the story progresses and Aubrey obviously goes with Becca to Pride and you get to unpack maybe the reasons why they feel the way they do. It's not just like at face value, but there's like a deeper underlying meaning to a lot of this stuff. And it was like a real pleasant surprise to kind of go through that journey especially I felt watching Aubrey's reaction change as she gained a more understanding of what it meant to Becca to be able to go and be there and like Aubrey's quite cynical at the beginning and it's just like you know I'll do it but it just doesn't mean anything to me you know I don't feel the need to kind of flaunt it I suppose but then as they're talking and they're experiencing this event that Becca gets to share why it means something to her. And you get to slowly see Aubrey seeing the event for what it could be and what that means and, and the effect that that has on Aubrey. And so it was really just really cute little one shot of just exploring that whole thing. Another type of fic that we haven't looked at yet is the kind, of, I like to call them the lost to found fics, where it's kind of set in the Pitch Perfect universe, but this is in the future. And what could have happened after Pitch Perfect 3? There's a fic called Becca Goes to Pride by Sidi Badal on AO3. And the summary says, Becca finds herself in Stockholm during local Pride Week. Surely there is no chance that someone else she knows will find out if she decides to take part. 
And this is a really interesting one because this is kind of set after Pitch Perfect 3 because it kind of stays canon to the Pitch Perfect universe. This is a Becca who's discovered her sexuality later on and she's still kind of really young and new in this space that she's in and realising who she is. She's kind of at the precipice of just kind of embracing that for the first time. So she decides as part of her tour and she has the opportunity to go to this event in Stockholm that she would just embrace it and you get this whole kind of lovely walkthrough of Becca's first pride and experience it from the freedom of knowing who she was and that's just something really endearing about that but as it says in the summary there's this little twist that happens in the story which is quite an important twist as Becca like embraces more and more of who she is she kind of gets thrown off because of who is there you get to then really experience how both Becca and Chloe have been affected by what happened after Pitch Perfect 3 because characters make decisions and react to what's happened at the end of that movie a big part of this was Becca's journey and the fact that you know, she was in love with her best friend and realising that and going through all these emotions and the pain of realising that she maybe couldn't have who she wanted. So, like, she cuts herself off from the Bellas and has to go on this whole journey of self-discovery. But at the same time, she doesn't see the pain and what that would have an effect on anybody else. And so there's a big part of this story which really explores that and really kind of goes into, okay, yeah, your decisions did affect somebody else in a big way. And it's not like in a bad way, because I don't want to like put, this doesn't put the blame on Becca and what she did in her actions, because I think discovering who she was was a whole journey for her. And that's kind of recognised in the story and that all of these aspects are kind of explored as they kind of break down what happened there's a really tender moment where they kind of get to explain that and get to overcome the pain that all of these characters kind of went through to get to where they are in Stockholm. So it delves with, it does delve into kind of deeper things. It's lovely to see the journey that these characters go on and then by the end of it, the future that they've kind of embarked on because they're more honest with themselves. And the final story I wanted to highlight for... Our little collection is a little bit of a different one because there were like some fics I didn't really feel fitted into a category, but they just stood out to me. And one of those was called The Closet Door by 22 underscore Ty. This is on AO3 and the summary says, after Becca reveals her sexuality in an interview, she makes a surprisingly heartfelt speech at a Pride Festival. Now I was so intrigued by this story because it's just so different. This is not like a couple story or anything. This is just focused on Becca. It's such a lovely message to this story. I was totally like blown away by what I read. Because as it says, Becca's kind of newly out and coming to terms with who she is. So she ends up at this Pride Festival and she's, she's going to make this speech. And what I loved about it was that it felt very much that her own journey of self-discovery 
had got her to the point where she wanted to be of help to other people that maybe didn't feel like they could be out maybe they were still in the closet maybe they were experiencing some real tough things because of being out or whatever it was that she was just sharing a message from her experience and what she had gone through and there's some lovely analogies in this story and a a big factor or a big part of the fic is literally the speech but I love the fact that it it kind of just became its own standalone fic it could have got swallowed up into a lot of other things going on the writer does say in the notes that they were inspired by recent Anna Kendrick interviews and things. What you get then is this accumulation of the inspiration kind of put into this story. It felt like there was so much you could take away from it. And like, I just went away from the story like, wow, just deep in thought as to what this all meant or like what you could take away from it. It was just like so different and thoroughly enjoyed it. So there is a whole host of Pride fix that we have like looked at and gone through and highlighted for the podcast today. There are so many more out there that I haven't highlighted. So like, go and check them out. I didn't want to take up too much time. <laughs> Literally, this is just a small selection. But hopefully, as you're celebrating Pride this year, there is a whole wealth of stories that celebrate Pride that people have made in the Pitch Perfect fandom. And I, for one, am very grateful that we have them and that they cover so many different topics that no matter where you are with regards to Pride or anything like that, that you can find stuff that maybe is just really enjoyable, that maybe you relate to, that makes you feel seen or makes you feel heard and that you can enjoy this as much with a little side of maybe it's Chloe or Mitchin or Strawberry, whatever it is, and that during Pride this month, you can kind of have a little thick celebration. It's all right there. We have amazing people who will just write things around Pitch Perfect with our favourite characters and around so many topics. And the fact that we can like even do an episode around fix about Pride is amazing. I thoroughly enjoyed reading them and I hope that you do too. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of course, you can keep up to date with the podcast. We're on Tumblr, Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. And we have set up a Ko-Fi account. And I have set up a Ko-Fi account now as well. So you can support the podcast if you wanted to. All the proceeds from that are going straight into the podcast and keeping it running. So I'm really, really grateful for all of your support. And of course, if there's a Pride fic that you absolutely love, I'd love to hear from you. And of course, have a great Pride to everybody who is celebrating... I'll see you next time, pitches.